Good evening, everybody. My name is Jordan, and this is going to be episode three. All right. And last night we left off on Matthew chapter 16. So now we're just going to start at 17. And like I said, I like to read the last verse from the previous chapter just to jog um, any memory or anything that I'm forgetting. Excuse me. So verse 28 in chapter 16. Truly, I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. Chapter 17, verse 1. And after six days, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, his brother, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. And behold, there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with him. And Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He was still speaking when, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And a voice from the cloud said, This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell on their faces and were terrified. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise and have no fear. And when they lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. That's powerful. And as they were coming down the mountain, Jesus commanded them, Tell no one the vision until the Son of Man is raised from the dead. And the disciples asked him, Then why do the scribes say that first Elijah must come? He answered, Elijah does come, and he will restore all things. But I tell you that Elijah has already come, and they did not recognize him. But they did to him whatever they pleased. So the Son of Man will certainly suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he was speaking to them of John the Baptist. And when they came to the crowd, a man came up to him and kneeling before him said, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is in El, El, Epilep, okay, there we go, epileptic. I didn't know what word that was. (laughs) For he is an epileptic and suffers terribly. For often he falls into the fire and often into the water. And I brought him to your disciples and they would and they could not heal him. And Jesus answered, O faithless and twisted generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him and the boy was healed instantly. Now, I'm going to pause right there, but we still have some more uh, verses. I just find it uh, interesting and kind of funny how, like, a a lot of times Jesus will be like, oh, you faithless people. Y'all keep, y'all have faith, but you keep coming up to me asking me for help. You keep coming up to me asking me to do these, these things. When you have the power to do these things, but you don't fully believe, therefore the power doesn't fully work. 
you know, and I think that's something that we should all kind of, I guess, take into consideration. Like, sometimes we believe that God has the power to do things, but we don't think that it will work for us. And I, I think I touched back on that yesterday. And it was like, we think that it won't work for us, but we know that he can do stuff. Why not? Why would it not work for you? You're also his child. We're all his children. If it can work for somebody else, it can work for you too. You just have to actually believe and know that he will help you, you know? All right, hopping back in. Then the on verse 19. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast it out? LOL. Verse 20. I swear I did not go ahead and read this, guys. I'm, I'm literally reading all of this stuff as I'm uh, recording and whatnot. Like I said, raw, authentic Jordan. I'm, I am not editing any of these videos. He said to them, verse 20, because of your little faith, for truly I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. But this kind never comes out except by prayer and fasting. As they were gathering in Galilee, Jesus said to them, the Son of Man is about to be delivered into the hands of men, and they will kill him, and he will be raised on the third day. And they were greatly distressed. When they came to Capernaum, the collectors of the two drachma tax went up to Peter and said, Does your teacher not pay the tax? He said, Yes. And when he came into the house, Jesus spoke to him first, saying, What do you think, Simon? From who do kings of the earth take toll or tax? From their sons or from others? And when he said, from others, Jesus said to him, then the sons are free. However, not to give offense to them, go to the sea and cast a hook and take the first fish that comes up. And when you open its mouth, you will find a shekel. Take that and give it to them for me and for yourself. Amen. Wow. So let's talk about fasting, prayer and fasting, but this kind never comes out except by prayer and fasting. Now, when you're fasting, if you're like me, sometimes you're not able to do the whole fast with no food and things of that nature, but you can still fast social media. You know, if you smoke, you can fast smoking. You can, you can fast anything that, that has importance to you that is earthly. Sacrificing something that, you, that your body wants, you know, and then fasting is the act of showing you that God can provide everything, <laughs> you know, and I'll say like, I, I do have a couple of health issues to where I can't fast like all day. Or, well, I probably can, but it makes me feel very weak. <laughs> and I, I live on the third floor in my townhouse, so it would be really 
difficult and hard for me to even get up the stairs without consuming things that my body needs. But God gave me food and, you know, he he gave me a way to be okay. But there are other things that I can fast, like uh, smoking, <laughs> like smoking and, you know, being on social media and stuff. Although I have, uh, before even starting this podcast, I started bringing all of that stuff down a lot because there's things that I need to focus on. And now understand, God doesn't want to take away everything that you like. He just wants you to prioritize. He wants you to prioritize your time, prioritize your energy. So like if you're smoking all day, you're not going to be cognizant enough to really get work done, regardless of how high you say your tolerance is or, you know, how, how often you do it. So you're just used to it. But like. You just, you have to show God that he means more to you than everything else. And that is the purpose of fasting. And you, it doesn't make sense to fast without praying because the, the non-consuming of the earthly things helps clear your mind, you know? So it's like, uh, the food we eat is very, very important. Like there's a lot of people that be getting on vegans <laughs> and stuff like that, but Look at how much how how much productivity, how much work they produce. It's not only based on worth ethic, bro. It, it's also based off of like your cognitive appearance. Let me say that. Like they're there every moment. You know, not saying that every vegan is perfect, but the stuff they consume doesn't really cloud their mind as much as someone who might be eating hot Cheetos or, you know, red Gatorade and all these other added chemicals. I just referenced something, two things that both have like, what is it like red 40 or something in it? That, that drive is really not good for you. It's very not good. Yeah. Either way, (laughs) it's just not good for you at all. You know, there's a lot of chemicals and stuff and uh, a lot of foods that we eat, which is why fasting is probably a lot more, uh, it probably gives us a lot more clarity than it did way back when, when, you know, everything was grown or killed to be eaten versus made in a lab. But when you pray and fast, man, expect to see the miracles of God when your heart is really in it. Don't just pray and fast and be like, well, maybe he gonna do it because I'm praying and fasting. No. Know that you're doing it for a purpose. Know know that you're doing it for a reason. And I think they said this in the women's ministry or like the, the meeting. And it was like discipline without an end goal is just self-punishment because you're stopping yourself from doing things that you want. But if you don't if you don't know your why, then there's no reason for you to be doing it. And it's just punishing yourself. So if you do pray and fast, know that you're doing it for a reason. Know what the reason is. And know that when you dedicate yourself fully to God, he will come through. Matter of fact, he comes through regardless. (laughs) He comes through regardless whether you're, you're praying and fasting or not. But expect everything to be done in a higher abundance or like in a faster manner, honestly. 
than if you weren't praying and fasting, you know? So, let's switch to Romans. So I'm not at my house right now. I'm at my friend Teron's house and my Bible's home. So I'm using a pocket Bible, which starts in the New Testament. And I just opened it to the middle of the book. And I was like, why am I in Romans right now? <laughs> That's all right. And we're just going to keep this one real short today. Because I definitely wanted to hold myself accountable and make sure that I did get it done. Because this podcast means more to me than... It's more than just like a way to talk. Because I know that this will be able to reach a lot more people who I personally cannot have a conversation with. So to all you people out there who I don't know yet, I appreciate you for your support. And I thank you for tuning in to the reading of God's word. So you guys have a great night. I love you. Mwah.